Greetings, WrestleManiacs, and welcome to the WrestleMania podcast. This is Superstars of Wrestling. I'm your host, John Sullivan. Thank you once again for joining me here as we look back at the best rated WWE matches of all time since 1985, which is when the podcast timeline began. This edition sees us travel back to 1986 to, unfortunately, WrestleMania 2 once again. I thought I'd actually been able to put WrestleMania 2 behind me, but no, we were actually going to look at a match there. The first of our best rated match, I guess, from a WrestleMania in the podcast timeline. So yeah, going back to WrestleMania 2, to the Chicago portion of the event for what was classed as the main event, which is a tag team match. The Dream Team, who are the tag champions, taking on the British Bulldogs, Dave Smith and Dynamite Kid. Now this is one of the three main feuds going into WrestleMania 2, um, whereas I'm going to further details basically in the WrestleMania 2 episodes um, where we look at the storyline in that particular. Um, so yeah, let's just dive straight into it. So uh, just before actually press play here on the network, just to explain what's happening here, if you've not tuned into the podcast before, the purpose of this episode is for me to look back at what Dave Meltzer rated as the best WWE matches each year, some years we have multiple matches that are rated the same, which they'll be treated in different episodes obviously, so for example 1986 we have three four star matches, the highest rated ones of the year, which well, technical is four, but unfortunately, the episode of Primetime Wrestling, where it originated from, and the match I'm talking about is Randy Savage versus Tito Santana. It's unfortunately not on the network, and until such a time when I can locate the match, we will have to kind of unfortunately gloss over it. So, yeah, looking back at these matches, I'll be watching them as live, commenting, reviewing, talking about the match as I see it play out on screen. In terms of how I do this, I'm sitting in my little room where I do my recording. I've got one of my earpieces in just so that I can hear the audio, really. But most of this is for me to kind of obviously talk and, in a sense, review, you know, the match and determine what my personal opinions obviously were. Your opinions may differ, of course, but it's really, you know, up to yourselves, you know. We've all got different opinions, there's nothing wrong with that. Can I agree, disagree, or whatever? But yeah, enough of me rambling on here. So yeah, um, I mean, I could do it without earpiece, which I've just taken out of my head. But I wouldn't hear anything that's going on. I mean, it's probably good from an accessibility point of view, as I always say. But just a personal, personal preference. I like to have a earpiece in. So yeah, as I said, that's enough for me. So let's delve into it. So Superstars of Wrestling One, Episode One, took place in the Rosemont Horizon, and quite. Enough. So is this episode. So we go in the ring and it's uh oh yeah, it's Chet, it's the Mr. Kennedy wannabe introducing here. Uh in the ring. This is the tag team title match, obviously. In the ring, British Beefcake and Greg Valentine with luscious Johnny Valiant, who sadly passed away very recently as their valet here tonight. The referee looks like a very Tiny, balding kind of man, very skinny. As we Johnny Valiant with his kind of little handlebar tash, getting a bit of heat from the crowd. So he, Chet introduces the tag champions. Brits Beefcake is heel at this point, obviously. They're the heel team, obviously. Greg Valentine, I don't, can't even remember if he became face or not. 
So yeah, Valentine's introducing first tier, takes off his robe to display the tag titles. And Brits Cake with his leopard skin jacket on. It's now been introduced. He puts his ear up to the crowd, like can't hear y'all. Nice sparkly bow tie there from Beefcake. He's actually got kind of leopard skin kind of like arm wraps as well. And Sorry, I can't help but sing it. It's the Real Britannia to mark the entrance of the challengers, accompanied here by Lou Albano, Bal Lou Albano and Ozzy Osbourne blessing themselves. I come down the rails. We get a wide shot of the arena. British Beefcake, British Beefcake, sorry, British Bulldogs, sorry, and blue, red, white, and blue jackets with Bulldogs on the back. So all four of them get into the crowd. And there's, um, kind of, kind of, didn't really get a good enough shot to read the signs on the crowd. British Bulldog signs, yeah. Bulldogs are getting an amazing response here as Ozzy Osbourne is in the ring, he's got a microphone on his hand. He's in an ah, uh, Ozzy Osbourne for a man who's known as the Prince of Darkness is in a very kind of tan coloured, you know, suit almost like you know, as a uh, Gene Oakland who is on commentary for this portion of the event is saying that Ozzy Osbourne's is basically running down where they're all from, more or less, and explaining that Lord Alfred Hayes is from a totally different part. Of England, you know, because to the Americans, WWE, they think that you know, like Manchester is like right next to London, you know, uh, they've not got any concept of the distances between the places. So, yeah, Valentine holding up his belt there, the crowd to draw some heat away from the challengers here, who crowds are a uh, proper behind. So, British Bulldogs in light blue tights as the they're accompanying valets, exit the ring. Osborne, I think Osborne actually was supposed to do something on the mic there because he's just handed it back to one of the kind of uh, ring crew guys, like the production guys at ringside. Some amount of cameramen here at ringside, like, let's see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight cameramen. Well, maybe nine there. They're all moving about, actually. God. I remember from the WrestleMania 2 episode commenting about how Lou Albano looks like he's got like an elastic band like pierced in his cheek. Yeah, camera guys are all taking pictures of Ozzy Osbourne, like, oh, this is awesome. So, getting ready to get underway here, folks. Bell rings. Going to start off with Davey Boy, uh, who's very hard to actually tell because he's got short hair, he's not got the long hair or the dreadlocks. He's starting off against Greg Valentine. Well cut by both men. Frozen back, Davey Boy frozen back on the cameras, turning around his crowd. He tries to like, tell the referee to get back. Don't know why the referee's looking over at Beefcake as if like he was trying to get into the ring. Right hand from Valentine. Nice elbow smash, but Davey's no sells it and hits him for the elbow himself. Davey Smith looks very, very young here tonight. As Valentine backs himself in the corner, kind of like waving his fist around, like bully here, bully. Take leg takedown, misses the elbow drop. Nice reaction crowd, arm ringer. Rings away again. 
try to work out who I think the referee looks like. I can't, can't he's, he's got one of those faces you're like, he looks like someone, but you can't actually work it out. Hip lock by Valentine, misses the fist drop. Dear boy straight back up, makes a tag to Dynamite Kid. Up to the gut. Dynamite Kid, who we covered in the last episode of Superstars of Wrestling, looked very good in his match against Randy Savage. He goes for a cover. Camera's basically in the arse of the referee there. Is that a colonoscopy they call that? Fucking hell, the speed of Dynamite Kid, man. He's got, he got thrown off the ropes here by Valentine, and he's fucking absolutely sprinting rope to rope. And the speed of him, like, just, he actually knocked Valentine off his feet into the corner. Now, a very quick snap suplex, followed by an elbow drop to a great reaction from the crowd. As Dave Boy Smith gets tagged back in here, and it's but I know I know I've already kind of covered uh, WrestleMania two obviously in the, the kind of timeline as I'm going back to obviously kind of essentially catch up to where we are at the moment, but like oh, these two guys, man, they're they're, they're really good technical wrestlers. Dave Boy reverses. Well, we go in for a suplex attempt. Valentine trying to block it, but Dave Boy gets it for a two count. Referee pointing like two fingers, well not pointing two fingers, like giving them the vicky, you know, like fuck you. The dynamic kid, he's uh, showing to the dynamic kid as Valentine retreats to regroup with Johnny Valiant, you know, patting him on the shoulders like, yeah, I'll be alright, baby. So, Valiant and Hammer, like, just kind of like waving off like, Lou Albano and <laughs> a method like you way off like that like, your crazy junk drunk like neighbour like get to fuck you old bastard. So Valentine's back up in the ring here. Still waiting on Brutai getting tagged in at this point. He's not the barber, obviously that's after WrestleMania 3 we see that evolution of his character. As Valentine tends to take control but gets whipped across the ring. Oh, botch. Oh, I don't know pick up. I don't know if I picked up that actually first time. So, Dave White throws him over at the corner. He's looking for a back body drop, but kind of like stalls like to actually bend down. Valentine steps forward, so Dave White kind of like steps down to do it, but Valentine decides, no, I'm just going to hit you instead. Fuck you. So, Brutus is tagged in. He has short hair himself. He doesn't have the mullet, which I have saw in, well, my viewing of WrestleMania 5. He's got very short hair. He looks, he actually looks heelish. Uh, nice power slam by Davey Boy Smith to a great reaction from the crowd as he tags Dynamite Kid back in. Both the ropes, Dynamite Kid um, went for a clothesline, but kind of Brutus, because it was that quick, Brutus didn't get a chance to react to sail it, so he gets a chop, goes down for a one count. Small package by Dynamite Kid. To account, he didn't fall victim like he did to Randy Savage, who kind of small packaged them to progress in the wrestling classic. David Boy shows the boot to get to meet Brutus's face. He comes back in with a tag. Uh, kind of fisherman suplex by Brut on the Brutus. Sorry, one. It's actually a perfect plex. You know, to account. As Auckland goes, what about that bridge? And do you know what? I'm actually just taking my headphone out at this point. Yeah. The the commentary on this match is just 
I'm, like, I'm actually, I'm not even picking anything up, so there's no point. So we are going at a solo, as both men are kind of like locked up over the top of each other in the ring. Valentine climbs onto the top rope and drops a fist onto the back of the boy's head. I didn't see a tag, but the referee allows Valentine to come in, admonishing Brutus. Suplex by Valentine. He's got, he grabs a rest hold. And as we get an inset shot of Ozzy and Albano, you know what ringside, Ozzy, Ozzy's just kind of standing there, you know, chewing his gum. Yeah, kind of rest hold here. Of the two teams, um, the Bulldogs look so young, fit, tags made to Dynamite Kids. Who comes in, open hand chop to Valentine, who doesn't look he doesn't look happy about it. And both men exchange basically forearms to each other. Oh, big right hand to face. Chops. Boom. No right hands. Valentine's in the corner. Shoulder thrust into the corner. <laughs> Sorry, that's just me kind of mimicking like what the sound of the canvas. I'm always interested to hear the different kind of sounds on the rings as I do this. David Kidd just pushes his, like, put, like he, you know, he struck Valentine and then just basically back head just pushed him, like, shove him down on the canvas. Uh, tag. Doesn't look like it was made there, but we got a tag anyway. And another tag, so David Kidd. Double team by the Bulldogs. Valentine's off the ropes. Nice double shoulder block. Knocks Valentine down. One, two, kicks out. And he's, like, waving for Brutus, like, come on, get in here, Jesus Christ, give me a fucking hand. I mean... Yep, and he comes in, turn him now, double team, Dynamite Kid, as the referee admonishes Brutus, no, okay, let me get out. No, for the heel team, oh, nice sunset flip, but Valentine, oh, he goes over, one, two, and Brutus doesn't even think, he probably puts his leg in, like, I'll, I'll come in and break up the pin, but decides not to. Um, yes, I mean, the heel team are really on the back foot, and they kind of have been for most of this match. And nice backbreaker by Dynamite Kid. Brutus comes in now, breaks up the pin, you know, and the referee chases over, and like, I'm watching you pointing his face, come on, you should be staying out here until you're tagged. It's a joke. The wee baldy guy I talked about the referee, he is um, currently trying to touch up Bruce Barber, the beefcake at ringside. Um, I don't know if he's like a Chicago State referee, you know, because um, it's an actual WWE referee who is in ring. Yes, more exchange rounds. Uh, Valentine goes off, fucking hell, what the face. As Valiant applauds at ringside. He's going to go for a pile driver attempt. Yep. Nice stolen pile driver. Oh, Christ. Oh, Jesus. All right. Um, so, yeah, you know, you, you know a pile driver cover for the two. Um, you know a pile driver usually you can fall back. Yeah, so Valentine falls forward here. Uh, which is almost tombstone-esque, yeah, pretty fucking dangerous if you ask me. Um, so it's kind of almost like a test of strength against the mat as Valentine's trying to hold down the shoulders of Dynamite Kid, but one fact, well, he's really just lifting his arm up. Oh, okay, so yeah, that was kind of almost a kick to the crotch. Well, at least the referee admonished him. And it's one thing that's always been my pet peeve, and you'll probably hear this if you listen to previous episodes, any shot to the groin, I, I always ask, it doesn't matter if it's heel or face team, why is it not a disqualification, you know, and, you know, it's good to actually see the referee 
picking up on that there. Will Bruce breaks up another pin attempt as Dave Boy comes in and clears him out of the ring. Scoop slam by Dynamite Kid. They're going to double team. Oh, fucking press. Press slam slams. Oh, no, there was a press slam splash attempt. Uh, but Valentine sees it, contrits himself and rolls out of the ring. But Dynamite Kid's like straight out there to roll him back in. But gets meet with the boot of Valentine, who knees away at the back of his head. Uh, Valentine's worked a shitload of this match. Bruce has barely been in. Um, you know, but well, the face team are getting plenty of tags as we get the running power slam from Davey Boy Smith, who bounces right up off the canvas, but he kicks out. Technically, not his finisher at this point, becomes his finisher when he goes on to do a single run. So, suplex attempt by Davey Boy, and I like the way he actually, like, I like, I like the suplexes where person executed actually jumps so that instead of just like suplexing and fall back I like the kind of jump it kind of gives more of an impact you know and it sounds good on the canvas oh Christ uh, David Boy goes shoulder first into the ring post at full speed which yeah there's no way you can not get hurt off of that he doesn't just go in like oh I've hurt my shoulder like he actually shoulders straight in taking the full impact on it as Valentine Stomps away at him, and he's got him an arm lock. Maybe you want to tag Brutus in, yeah. He looked at him like, am I going to do it? So Brutus gets tagged in, double team move by the Dream Team. Brutus, big chop, well, no, big right hand to the face on the second rope. The one to the back of the head. He locks David Boy in, who, oh, fuck, lifting. Kind of, from the arm lock, and just fucking throws him, basically. Jumping stomp to the head as Brutus is shouting him to get up and kind of struts a little bit. Uh, yeah, David Boy kind of struggling here. His shoulder brother obviously going to work you know, on the shoulder as he gets forced into the corner on that injured shoulder. Tagged by the Dream Team who are now taking control of this match. Boom, uh, bigger elbow to the back of the head from the top rope by Valentine for a man of his kind of like size you know like climbing up like he's when I say size he's not like fat I mean he's he's quite buff for a guy going up to the top rope oh a nice shoulder breaker for the two count well actually not even the two count he barely pinned him he lifted him up as if like we're going to inflict more pain on him here then anyway, kid kind of climbing onto the second rope in the corner there oh shit okay so, and that's it, yep, oh yeah, so that was the bump I was waiting for, folks. Dynamite Kid is currently dead on the outside of the ring, that's why we've got ring mats. So yeah, British Bulldog um, threw Valentine into the corner, knocking his tag partner to the outside on the exposed concrete, covers Valentine for the free count, they pick up the win as Johnny Valiant basically attacks the referee, Dream Team are raging here as the Chicago State official brings in the tag team titles to present them to the British Bulldogs which are now the team of Lou Albano and Ozzy Osbourne. So yeah, um, very enjoyable match, it was actually the best match and my favourite match of WrestleMania 2 is I did say. Great match there, um, for me having always seen it, it was kind of building up to the spot there which 
on my first view, you know, but for the WrestleMania 2 episode, it was a lot worse than what it actually was. Dynamite Kid is basically kind of standing in the corner on the second rope. Valentine gets thrown in and knocks him to the outside. And the outside of the ring does not have a single ring mat. Inside, it's exposed concrete. So he's dropping, you know, the best part, you know, if, if we go for his feet. Uh, you're talking, what, maybe like eight feet? So from the point of his head, he is dropping a good, you know, <laughs> nearly 15 feet you know, bang onto that concrete. I mean, there is very basic ring mats there, but he disappears off camera. He hits the concrete, you know, mm. and I remember joking about this, like, Lil Bano was, like, having a, like, a fucking seizure, like, mouthing off on the mic with me and Gene in the ring. British Bulldogs, who have just won the tag team titles, are outside of the ring at this point, you know. Aye, British Bulldogs forever, Aussie. Yeah, 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 you know. You know, at least, you know, at least Davey Boy went out to check on his partner, I mean, the dynamic kid, he's, he's fucked, man, he, he took a hell of a bump for that, you know, uh, and eventually come that ring, yeah, by the way, guys, you won the tag titles, and they're like, no, geez, a minute, man, I need to check on my partner, he's kind of fucking done in here, but yeah, so, that was one of three four-star rated matches in 1986, and as I said, it was actually my favourite match of WrestleMania 2, and you know, yeah, I could I can see why it was rated as a four star match. It was actually quite an enjoyable match. In terms of, you know, kind of face heel and a tag match, not really constructed in you know the way that you can get accustomed to these matches. You know, the heel team usually take control for most of the match. Uh you know, building up for a hot tie, but we're not even getting that here. What we're getting is a young, exciting, energetic, technically gifted face team controlling the heelish veterans who are obviously not as fit as them, a lot more sluggish and you know can't quite keep up with the pace of them. Every time Valentine and Bruce Beefcake tried to come back in this one, the Bulldogs had an answer for them. Um, so it was really good to kind of build the Bulldogs up as you know a really strong face team here and yeah Fair enough, you want to win that four star, then that's fair enough. So that's uh, that's the superstars of wrestling. wrestling. So, yeah, that was superstars of wrestling 2. Our next episode, obviously, it's called superstars of wrestling 3, sees us remain in 1986 for a glorified house show called The Big Event, which takes place at a baseball stadium in Toronto, Canada. And it will be the first time the podcast will leave America. So the, in fact, that event gives us two matches. So parts three and four will emanate from that event. And we'll look at two matches and just to kind of run down, just so you know what we're going to look at. It's the Fabulous Rougeos taking on the Dream Team once again. And then the, no, no, no. Uh, just to let you know the episodes that you can look forward to, Superstars of Wrestling 3, we'll see Ricky Steamboat take on Jake Roberts in a snake pit match, which will be interesting to watch. And then the Superstars of Wrestling 4, the Fabulous Rougeos, will take on the Dream Team. So that about does it for me, folks. I have been your host, John Stoddart. You can check out all previous episodes of the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, playerfmpodcast.com and maybe some more places I'm not aware of. Please like, share, subscribe, leave a rate and help us get more people to discover the WrestleMania universe. 
You can also get in touch by hitting me up on Twitter at WrestleManiaPod, email me, WrestleManiaPodcast at gmail.com or find me on the lesser used Facebook.com slash WrestleManiaPod. But please know I'm more active on Twitter. I'm always trying to expand the podcast, give you more guys, give you, sorry, I'm always trying to expand the podcast, give you guys more ways of hearing it and put out more content and hopefully better content over time. But please get in touch with your comments, feedbacks, etc. Or even if you want to get in touch and would like to appear alongside me, as I say many times now, uh, that I'm not, I'm, I'm looking for people to come on and bounce off of. So yeah, that about does it mean for folks. Um, join us next time for Superstars of Wrestling Free from the Bay I'm your host, John Sonnert, and remember folks, I'm not a good guy, not a bad guy, I'm just a podcast guy. Take care and see you soon. <laughs>